Hello, and thank you for joining us. This is Brian, your host of the Parish the Thought Show. The opinions of said host and our guests have not been sanitized or scientifically tested, so please consume at your own risk. Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. One, it's free. Two, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many others. Four, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And five, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. It is so stinking easy. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You will not be disappointed. Everyone, thank you for joining us today. My guest today is a special guest. Special. He is a he is a man who has a name that I shall not reveal. <laughs> uh, he has. Isn't been, that from uh, Harry Potter or something? He who shall not be named. Or she, he who shall not be named exactly. And this man is a very dear friend as well of about thirty plus years. Mm-hmm. Almost 30 years. Good Lord, we're old now. Yeah. And uh, he is a professional mascot in Denver and has been there for almost 30 years, plus your high school and college years. So you're like a relic in this. <laughs> I am. I'm a dinosaur. How am I still moving? So dinosaur, uh, give me just a little brief synopsis of uh kind of a little backstory uh, about how you got to do what you do and why and how and all that good stuff and uh and do it in your very best dinosaur voice okay okay no uh so well first of all hey ryan i really appreciate you having me on this is awesome and uh love your podcast you do a great job with this and so yeah my pleasure to be on here and uh i'm honored so well, here, I'll uh, now you're just I'll, sucking up. Oh, yeah, but course. I'll take it, of <laughs> course. <laughs> so, uh, hey, well, so, anyways, I started like you said in high school. Uh, I, I actually first had my uh, or I, I, my first experience with with mascotting or my first, uh, like I don't know how you, I don't know, first experience. Um, I saw the San Diego chicken at a stars game in Las Vegas, minor league baseball. And I was sitting there and pretty soon a helicopter comes in and lands just before the game lands on the field. And this multicolored chicken jumps out of this helicopter and does a belly flop onto the crawls away from the, from the helicopter. And I mean, my mouth dropped. And I thought that was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. I was in high school at the time, early high school. And I thought, man, that guy has got the job. Uh, no one knows who he is. And yet, yet at the same time, he runs around and, and, and entertains thousands of people and was really good at it. And I was mesmerized. And, you know, as, as many people were at the time and and as i'm finding out a lot of uh, other mascots were inspired by him as well so anyways i i went back the next night and 
uh, the next because he, he I think he was booked two nights in a row or whatever. So I went back the next night and actually sat there with a notepad and wrote down not just what he did, but how he did things, what made him so appealing and so what made him so um, mesmerizing. And I wrote down a lot of kind of interesting basics. Uh, anyways, I ended up being the high school mascot in Henderson, Nevada at Basic High School. That's a real good one. Well, that sounds pretty boring. <laughs> yes. That's where I say I got my basic education. <laughs> yes. But I tried to liven it up a little bit with running around in a costume there. And uh, did pretty well. So I ended up going to uh, Rick's College, which is now BYU-Idaho. And being the first four. So I was the mascot up there and for what? Let's see, a year. Then I went on a church mission. And then I came back, went two more years there because you might as well just washed out my first year as far as grades go. So I ended up being there three years and then got a scholarship with, uh, got a scholarship at Utah State, went there for one year and while I was uh, in Denver after that year, uh, while I was in Denver for the summer on an internship with the newspaper, uh, I checked in with uh, this team and uh, that I'm with and, man, ended up uh, trying out for them, quitting Utah State and moving to Denver. So, And that is where you are your your path and my path crossed at utah state university yes yes i i I had just run for student body office and was completely wiped out lost in the biggest landslide ever and someone said hey (laughs) you should try out for cheerleading almost i didn't know you ran for that yeah i didn't know you ran for office i ran for the athletics vice president position and got wiped out in in a really bad way embarrassing way and someone says hey just tr- try out for cheerleading it why not it's, it's just sort of like a dare so like, <laughs> all right that's so two weeks i learned a couple stunts couple cheers a back handspring sort of and made it and that's how i met you because you were big blue yeah yeah that's and awesome i, think, I, I didn't I know think you lost I, I looked at you. That's a good substitute, with... though. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's a good substitute. Cheerleading over uh, office. Yeah. yeah, but I think I looked at you the same way you probably looked at the chicken because I'd never seen a real. I'd seen people in suits before, but there's a difference between someone in a monkey suit and a mascot, and you, freaking had it, and I'm like, holy cow, dude! That that is amazing. Just watching you communicate with, with no words just with body language that's that's an amazing art form and you had it brilliantly back then let alone 30 years you've got under your belt now i appreciate that well there was two things that motivated me one was living up to the chicken and trying to be you know as good or 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 build upon what he had done and things like that back then and also the fact that i did not did not want to shame my brother (laughs) who was a few years few years older than me in high school and he was like dude you cannot embarrass me do not be the mascot please you will get beat up and i will be shamed okay 
<laughs> so a little bit of motivation to be better than the average guy in a costume. So, um, so just cause it was, it, I think because mascots were kind of, it was like, Oh, you tried out for the cheerleading squad, but you didn't make it. So here's a, here's a paper mache head and a piece of carpet. Just wear that and run around and, and wave at people. I think. Right. Right. I remember I had, we had a quasi mascot in high school and it was this girl who just walked around with the head and she would take the head off and talk to her friends and then put it back on and then walk around. And I always thought that was weird. Like there was something wrong with that method. That so, always made me crazy. Yeah. It's like, you are, the, I, don't feel does. Don't reveal your, your identity. That's like, I just in, instinctively knew that that was something that needed to be kept sacred. Yeah, isn't that funny? I mean, even people out of the, the, the mascot world know that, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And I, I, I always tried to, uh, I don't know, just live up to all that and, and really get, really try and hone my craft, hone the, you know, the, the talent of, of trying to communicate without uh, using my uh my words <laughs> use your words and uh mine was you know use your body but um yeah so i i actually tried to really work on that from day one in fact i had <laughs> this helped i had uh some heroes when i was really young shields and yarnell they were mimes and they had a, they had a variety show yes you remember them you yeah, Shields and Yarnell, and I used to watch them. And then I would do talent shows, uh, painting my face up and being a mime. <laughs> believe it or not, so I'd walk around my house as a mime sometimes, like bumping into invisible walls. <laughs> That's how weird I was. Was, is, still. <laughs> yeah, so crazy, but. Anyways, so, and you know, it's funny because right now I even get, I get um, asked to speak at, uh, you know, different church, you know, events and youth events and, you know, different things like that. And, and I'll reveal who I am in, in those situations. And I, almost every time I, I will start out my, my speech with, I don't know why people keep asking me to talk because I get paid not to. <laughs> so but i'll i'll speak i guess i'll try to use this thing called the voice yeah yeah you know one time uh, i'll just share a little experience with you uh i i had i got a new assistant at work who was an ex-player of ours okay and so you know he was in community relations and they just thought it was a good fit and things like that so they put him with me to go on every appearance and book my appearances and all that and so we went to a a bar one evening for somebody you there yeah lost okay you there. Sorry. so somebody you, you sorry about to a that bar. that's where we yeah. lost you we went into a bar Yep. So we went to this bar where uh, this uh, birthday party was happening, and I had uh, him, I had my assistant with me, and it, it was really interesting bringing a, a, an ex-player with me on all these appearances. But it actually turned out to be a really good experience overall. Uh, 
However, we were in the back room of this bar and he didn't really have to do anything because it was just close quarters. And this was for somebody, I think, turning 30 or 40 or something like that. And I had to be there for 30 minutes in a small room with just a finite group of people. And when we got done with this appearance, um, this guy goes, he, he goes, I'm in awe. He goes, I actually sat and watched you have a conversation for a half hour with people and you never said a word. He goes, and everybody knew what you were saying. Everybody, you know, you went around to individuals even. And I'm like, oh, well, thanks. You know, kind of, you know, made me feel good that he had recognized that. And uh, I looked back and I was like, oh, yeah, I actually, I actually didn't say one word and had a conversation with almost every single person in there. So it's kind of hard to explain verbally, but it, without being there. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it. It's like it's just something either I think you yeah you can learn it but you either have it or you don't as well I, I don't know that's kind of a contradictory statement but well it, a lot of people uh, a lot of people think it's easy until they get in a costume and try it put on a suit and yeah but uh, anyways you know what hey I wanted to go back a little bit yeah. I want to talk about you for a second I, I want to go back to uh, to Utah State and talk about how we i don't know how you helped me and we got to be a pretty good team yeah i saw i think i don't know you were i think i saw one of your skits or something and and you were making some props and i just i think i just volunteered my help to see hey you know what can i do to help you out and ended up making a lot of your props for all your skits which was yeah which was an art form and a form of communication all of its own yeah, I love the picture you sent me a little while back. Uh, actually, it's been a couple of years now, but you sent me a picture of both of us standing out in front of our apart, my apartment, and we had this huge noise meter noise we meter. made out of foam. Yes, <laughs> I made everything out of foam. Everything is made out of foam. Is like the magical prop making tool or ingredient for everything. Yes, yes, we had spray paint. We had. PVC pipe and foam. Oh, and and for anyone uh, aspiring to make props out of foam, a great foam cutter is a uh, electric, electric knife. knife. Electric. Yep. Knife. Absolutely. That is the best. <laughs> Nothing else works unless you have like a hot wire, which not many people have. Yeah. Yeah. That works great. I remember. I remember we played. We played. Fresno State Bulldogs and yes we made a bulldog and then you I mean you couldn't get away with any of the stuff we did we, you did and we did then you, you could now <laughs> you came out with a flamethrower and set that sucker on fire on the football field <laughs> I forgot about that yeah and oh, you, you pounced on it, you pounced on it and kicked it around and then you set it on fire and I don't know if we anticipated <laughs> how much that thing would really take off on fire. <laughs> yeah, black smoke everywhere. Yeah, the toxic, <laughs> the toxic fumes from the plastic. You know, nobody even said anything about. It. I don't think we ever got a complaint from the, like the groundskeepers or anything from that one. But no, no. Hey, do you remember though? We went to uh, Pacific. I think it was Pacific. 
we went down there and and I had made a dummy of their mascot there. Uh, or, or, or I took it there. Remember we took that big road trip, vans and everything. Yeah. Uh, I think there was an accident on the way back. Yes. And, uh, yes. Um, however, when we got down there, we actually, oh yeah, I did, I did something similar where I took this dummy out on the field and I started to, uh, rip it apart. Oh, 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 I have to back up a little bit. Okay. So before the game even started, we had, there's two mascots on the field, but before the game even started, I was out of costume. I went and found the mascot and his crew or whatever, or I think it was actually her. She was a she. Yeah. Anyways, so I found them and I said, hey, you know what? I, I, I know I'm the visiting team. I, you know, I'm the visiting mascot or whatever. If you ever, you know, if you want to uh, use me for anything, hey, I'm I'm here. Uh, I'll play along, whatever. And, uh, you know, just have fun. I'm here to have fun with you guys and make you guys look good, whatever. And you can play off of uh, me. Yeah, and, and I'm basically I was just offering myself up for sacrifice yes. there, you know. Yes. And yeah, so I. Uh, the response I got from them was, yeah, and I think one of them even flipped me off. It was just like, get the F away from this, from, from us, yeah. you know? You're like, game on, game on, bring it. Wow, you can't, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> okay. I said, I was like, it's on, it's on yeah. now. So, um. Anyways, um, during the game, all of a sudden, oh, yeah, all of a sudden, um, all you guys, cheerleaders, everybody was yelling at me, the mascot's got your dummy, the mascot's got your dummy. So I look over and their mascot had snuck around, got that dummy, and was heading back around the end zone. And the game was going on. Play was going on down at the other end of the field. This mascot's running around the opposite end of the field. And so I just took off. I took off diagonally across the field to where this mascot was. I was on the play. <laughs> they were playing the game. I took off across the field and came up just as fast as I could run, I jumped at the last second horizontal and just tackled this mascot. Boom! <laughs> their head came off. Their shoe came off. This girl was, you know, just stunned. Yes, yes. And uh, all I did was grab my dummy and go walk back across the field. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I walk around, put that down. A short time after that, I actually took that dummy out on the field and proceeded to rip its head off. And at that point, a bunch of their students came running across the field. This is like halftime or something. Um, yeah, it was halftime. They came running across the field. Uh, I just took off. I'm like, ah, hell, you guys weren't around because it was halftime. You guys had gone behind the stands or something, and these three big students of theirs came running across. They actually cornered me, and then, then they didn't know what to do with me. And I'm like, um, what, really? 
was like, come on, you guys, pick at least pick me up. Pick me up and drop me out on the field or something. So that's what they did. They, you know, they didn't know what to do with me once they got me. So Yeah. It's like, well, we've never caught one of these before. We don't know what to do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it. So anyway, that was fun. But man, I, I sure appreciate all your creativity over the years. And I've bounced stuff off you for a long time. And, and uh, especially back then. And I love that picture because uh, you had a mullet. And I was oh, yeah. wearing, I was wearing a beret in that picture. Yes. Yes. So I was, I guess, trying to be like. You were your uh, own little, your own little form of nerd. And I, <laughs> I was rocking the mullet and uh, that's a sad, sad story. Yes. Yes. It was awesome. But, uh, yeah. Good old days. Well, that's, you know, that's you, you, yeah, I mean, you doing that when you left, I mean, you kind of set the bar at Utah State and there was. 17 i think no that was pushing 20 people that tried out for big blues position after you left because they saw what it could be and they narrowed it down to me and one other guy and they had us do each of us do half a game and uh, i ended up not winning that but uh, i ended up going on and making all the props for him and just loved doing that it was so fun to just to make the cool visuals you know and that's something you know walking through a hardware store and seeing oh that could be this and this could be that and that shape yeah this and that was that was some of the most fun parts about you know the mascot world and and i think even i was out visiting you last year and we put this little darth vader head together for your one of your skits right at the last minute and and i remember i used to be i used to get so when i when i was your assistant for a while when i lived out there I used to get so frustrated at you because you waited like it seemed like you waited till the last minute every time. I'm like, dude, can you just plan something like ahead of time? Because <laughs> I didn't, I didn't process things very well. And I didn't work well in that stressful situation. But as I see you still doing the same thing, I'm like, that's just how you work. That's just how your brain works. But I remember yeah. I used to get so frustrated. I'm like, come on, let's think this through. Yeah. I know you and my staff that I work with and and for and everything. Yeah, they still get upset because I, I don't plan things out, or I don't at least let them know that I've planned things out. Yeah, you know, it's all in my head. I've got it all. You, but you just figure I in do, your head they know about it. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. You you know what I'm thinking, right? Can you um, let me in sometime, please? Yeah, no, and and that's a, that's the great thing. See, like even with that Darth Vader thing, I walked in. I was like, "Hey, Brian, can you help me out with this?" And then I left. I, I didn't even I, – I, I walked out the door, and I had to go do some other things and everything. I come back, and here's a masterpiece. You worked you, – you, you created this Darth Vader head for me that was perfect, incredible. And that was – it was it was like a flash from the past, you know, where, gosh, you were able to create and build anything. And uh, so I had total confidence in you when I handed that over to you. It was, it, it, that's a kind of creativity. And because usually I don't like stress, I don't, I'm not creative under stress, but with stuff like that, it's, I don't know, it seems to work. You know, I don't know why I didn't do this more for a career, but. Uh, uh, I always thought you were the most creative guy in the room. So. Uh, yeah. Like I said, why did I walk away from that? Is like I say, again, still beyond me, but anyway, it is what it is. But I remember pre this was pre t-shirt cannon times so this was a this would have been like 96 97 
and we yes. we built you, one of your friends welded a we had like one of those battery powered wheels that that powers one of those little old people carts you see or the little carts in in Walmart. Yep. And we yep. fashioned that and built that frame, and then. It was an electric wheel on a stick, basically, a stick. with a throttle. Yes, yes, with the throttle. <laughs> I think we used it three times. We did it. We did a like a tank, like this old cartoony looking tank. One year we did a Santa sleigh for Christmas, and it had those big arms with a slingshot on it, like a three man slingshot on it. Yeah. And the funniest part about that was I don't even know how we thought it through how we were going to get to work. Because you can't stand there. It's like a chariot, like an old chariot from like biblical times. Yes. It was it okay, so basically it was a frame like a chariot, chariot, okay, that we took foam and glued it onto this thing to make it all these different props. Like a tank, like a float Santa sleigh parade. Race car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We had these two arms that came off it that would hold this slingshot in between it. And so we would take that thing. And you helped me create all this. Remember, like, one time we spent all night in my garage with this thing. And painting and painting and painting once we got done. And we didn't even have masks on or anything. Oh, yeah, the perfume. <laughs> that garage was so, so filled with uh, fumes. But anyways, uh, so... When it came to the game, we'd actually I, – I would get on that. You would get inside the very front of it, wrap your legs around this this pole that would uh, – you know, you're sitting Indian style in there and uh, with with the throttle and everything. And you could see out this little screen. And I would stand in the chariot, you know, what was – you know, that's basically what it was. I'd stand on that platform, and you'd drive around. And I would <laughs> – I love this. I would actually give you signals with my knees. No. Because no one could see you, um, but I could actually like knee you in your back, yeah, and and tell you which direction, like a little bit right, and then I'd lead a little bit hard, a little bit more right, you know, and I'd dig my knees into your back and signaling you which way to turn, and <laughs> if I gave it to you really hard, that meant just spin in a circle. I mean, we had these little signals. No, it, it was great. You, so I was fun. I was the horse and you were the cowboy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's so many inappropriate jokes right from that comment right there, but uh, yeah, it uh, yeah, and it worked. Yeah, it just did, and we you know, and the whole time here I am just slinging t-shirts with this slingshot in between these two big old poles out there. Yeah, yeah, way better than any t-shirt can, and I'm just saying. Yeah, it's just, just what's just you know, it reminded me of like a you know like a Trojan Trojan horse type thing as well, you know. And I, it, it, do you know if there's any video of that anywhere? Because I would love to see some of that. Oh, I doubt Try it. To find that would be a, a nightmare, but because that was a fun, that was a fun, fun toy for sure. Yeah, you know, I think I, I stumbled across the picture of one of them. It was the tank. I don't know if we have a picture of the Santa, but uh, I know the tank we had picture of it i found it somewhere but i'll have to dig it up and maybe post it on this on this uh this episode yeah that'd be classic yeah that's uh it's uh yeah just a fun world it's a fun world you get a, you know you get paid for being a child it's you know and 
and be, because of your, you know, your example and your inspiration, I ended up, uh, I think the general manager of the Colorado Foxes at the time knew you, right? Rich. Carl, yeah. The former kicker for the, for the Broncos. Oh yeah. Gosh, I have not seen him for a long time. Yeah. I think I tried to reach out to him recently on Facebook, but, uh, I didn't get a reply yet, but, uh, so yeah, so they had a sneaky little mascot named Sly that they needed to, to fill that position. And I remember going to, a, they played at a high school at the time because they didn't have their own field and they had this old rickety look like an old, like, like if Snoopy had gone and become a meth addict, that's what they meant. <laughs> It was awful. It was smashed. It was a paper mache head with a bicycle helmet glued in. And anyway, so, but yeah, that I did that for like three seasons, I think, and that was a, you know, I think we even collaborated. We did a couple videos together. We did. You know, at least we did at least one together that I showed at my game. You know. Yeah, and then there was a couple that there was a couple games where uh, I actually uh, came and joined you, and we worked together, and. That was yeah. all. That was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I don't know why I walked away from that world because <laughs> it's <laughs> talk about it and it was like it was yesterday. And, you know, and I'd still, if, if someone came to me with the opportunity to you know, throw a head on, I'd do it in a heartbeat. But uh, yeah, that was fun. It's just, it's just a different way of, I don't know, just a different way of seeing the world and communicating. It, it's a whole different mindset that, that's just, I don't know, it's just, it's unique. Yeah, it's it's a great uh, creative outlet. It's a it's a lot of overall. It's it's a ton of pressure. Uh, it's a ton of pressure to perform at uh, a certain level. It's a ton of pressure to um, to constantly uh, be that character and not a guy in a costume. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, once you have a reputation and living up to that reputation and, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it's been a great ride for me and I've had a lot of, ex, you know, special experiences, uh, with charities, with, um, you know, just, um, you know, entertaining people The I, I love, um, I don't know. I kind of thrive on the joy of creating joy, you know, and, you know, putting smiles on people's faces and everything. It, I'll tell you what, the, the, the amazing thing for me and the, and the great blessing, I guess I should put it that way. The great, great blessing for me is that I'm able to not only put smiles on people's faces uh, and and affect people, but uh, it's also been a, a great blessing for me to be able to, um, and I have to put this right. You know, when when I've when I've been down, this costume, this character has kept me um, uh, up. I guess, you know, if I've having if I'm having a bad day or a bad week or a bad year, even you know, we all I mean, we, we have all these trials in our lives and everything. But I'll tell you what, to be able to, um, you know, put on a costume. And take on that character, I can forget who I am for a little while if things are going bad. Uh, it gets the endorphins going because it's a, it's a, you know, it's an, it's exercise. Uh, it's kept me healthy. It's kept me young. 
it's provided opportunities for my children like no other child has or or you know they've they've traveled with me they i have been able to pick them up from school um drop them off at school you know i've been able to uh you know go having gone through uh you know divorcing uh their mom and everything it's it's uh you know been a great blessing as far as 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 that goes and being able to raise these guys and um and now i've got one who's followed in my footsteps my oldest son he is the the mascot for the cleveland cavaliers and uh and then my middle son uh he works directly with me i have a i have a kickboxing gym and uh, so he works directly with me and uh, manages that for me and then my youngest son He's actually uh, managed another business for me uh, right out of high school. He moved down to St. George. I've got a trampoline park down there that uh, he ended up running for three and a half years. He managed that for me. And uh, now he's back home doing a lot of social media stuff for me and videos and, and uh, that type of thing where he's, he's really helping me out now with uh, my future as far as documenting and building a brand, personal brand and things like that. So, you know, this whole thing is just this, this mascot world has been a huge blessing, huge blessing for me. And, uh, I don't know that, uh, you know, I could have made it without, I don't know how I would have been able to do all, uh, the raising of my boys and, 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 um, you know, battling depression and things like that without it. So, well, yeah, it's cause it's like, Hey, what does your dad do? Oh, my dad's a cartoon. <laughs> yeah and, my dad plays dress up for a living yeah and no you're right because i yeah i don't know what else i mean you have to be in a creative a like a really seriously artistic creative i mean everyone can be creative but yours that's i think you would die otherwise if you weren't yeah. in the world yeah that's such a good outlet for for everything well and i have serious ADD and I'm bouncing off the walls. No. So, <laughs> so I've got to, I've got to focus that on something and have something, you know, force me to focus. So. Oh, yeah. Right. You get paid to not pay attention. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. But yeah, it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I, I just thought it was a shame for you that, you know, you didn't uh, uh, stick with it or was, was, you know, had the, or was in the right place at the right time to, uh, to land a, a, a major, um, position. So, yeah, well, but you've done very well anyways. Yeah, so I, yeah, I, I look back at, you know, the, trying out for the avalanche position. That was a, that was a great experience. You know, when the Colorado avalanche came into Den into Denver, um, just that experience was amazing, but, uh, yeah, too bad that that didn't work out because that would have been, would have been a great, great to be in the same town with you, you know. Yeah. Level, you know. Well, I think some, uh, I, you know, all all the politics involved with that was, was too crazy. Mind-boggling. Yes. Mind-boggling. Yes, but, but you know. Yeah. Well, but you know, you've had you've gone on and and uh, created your own businesses and and been uh, been able to help people in, in a ton of different ways as far as uh, your creativity goes. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, things work, things work out, you know, things happen for a reason. I believe that, you know, so 
Yeah. But, uh, but it's, you know, that's a, it's a fun, it's a fun world that, uh, you know, I think everyone should experience at some level, but, uh, but maybe, maybe not. I don't want everyone to experience it because then it'll just be normalized. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I take that back. Yes. (laughs) Do not do it because just because you can, but right. You know, right. That's, uh, because that, I mean, because, because when, because when you eventually retire, they can't just replace you. They, I mean, they're going to have to get a whole new character because it will never be you. Yeah, they'll created. It will never be the same. And I know that, like the Jazz recently did that, and they let you know their guy go after twenty five years, and you can tell it's not the same. It's not. It's not the same. Yeah, because no one can beat. Yeah, you. and I know we broke the rules a long time ago when you were in Australia doing an appearance, and Fox Fox Network just had created their sports network, and they needed you for a TV commercial. Oh, that's right. I've been watching you for years, and I could pull off your moves. The only downside was that I'm like six inches taller than you, and <laughs> trying to get that suit to fit on a TV commercial. We pulled it off, but it was a TV commercial in '97, I think, that we. I ended up, they flew me out to Hollywood, <clears throat> put me up in this fancy hotel, and I shot a commercial as you, as part of the, you know, so it worked. Still haven't found a video of that one. Still looking for that. So if anyone listening knows how to find that video, you got to let me know. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, you were a good substitute for me, though. Yeah. So <laughs> I was really worried about that, too, because that was that's like the first time ever anybody had been in my costume. Oh, it's like we, we invite, like that's like breaking sacred trust, you know? Like, ooh, you can't do that. That's like curse God. I know. Well, it's like handing your newborn baby over to uh, yes, you know, <laughs> to the babysitter for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Well, please don't kill it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't embarrass me, or you know, do I, I don't want to do damage control when I come back. I know, but it was all, it was all good. You did awesome. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. It's a, yeah. it's a fun world, you know, so, so like anyone listening here, let's maybe some kind of some parting thoughts, unless you had another direction you wanted to head, but some just parting thoughts of anyone that may be inspired to do this or, you know, go for it. Well, um, gosh, good question. Um, you know, first of all, uh, I would like people to understand that there's a lot more work behind the scenes that goes on than anybody can ever imagine. And people always, I, I've gotten this for years. People always think, oh, you know, you just you know, just throw that costume on and you just go and uh, or, or it's a new guy in the costume every time, or, um, or you just, you know, the guy in there just, you know, they pay him with a few beers and, uh, you know, that's, beers and tears. uh, and, uh, but there's a, it's a full-time job and there's a lot that goes into it. It's crazy. Like I would have never even imagined this, you know, this, this world before, uh, you know, but yeah. It's, it's actually, there's a lot that goes into it and, uh, the guys that are good put a lot into it too. Yeah. So, yeah. and they care and they, um, you know, there's a lot of, 
uh, you know, personal creativity that goes into it, which causes, uh, you know, a lot of emotion as well. So, uh, you know, because you have to have the emotion to, to express yourself that way, um, to be able to think on your feet and express uh, or, or react or um, whatever it is on the fly. <clears throat> you know, I actually think that I communicate better in costume. Uh, absolutely. 100% hands down communicate better in costume than I do out of costume. Uh, and I can think so much faster. I'm so much more witty. And like I had somebody heckling me the other day at a game and we were, we were obviously, I mean, we were, we were killing them. Uh, we, the game was going on. We were winning and I had somebody heckling me in the crowd. So um, I looked at the score, you know, and kind of like pointed up to the score. Oh yeah. Well, how's that? And the guy's like, yeah, whatever, you know, and he holds up some fingers and he's like, yeah, this many rings, like, like his team had won that many championships. I'm like, Oh, okay. Uh, I, I, I was like, I kind of put my hand up to my mouth. Like, Ooh, no, you didn't, you know? Oh, okay. Well then I just kind of cocked my head to the side, like a little bit, just kind of leaned over to the side a little bit. And as if to look at the girl he was with and just put my finger, you know, my hand up to my, up to my head there as if to say, yo, baby, call me, you know, (laughs) the phone symbol. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know what? Yeah. Call me. And he (laughs) was like, Oh no, no, you didn't. (laughs) You know, it wasn't a slam on him so much. It was funny. And, uh, but it flipped things around real fast and, you know, it was just perfect for the situation, you know? Um, so it's just thinking like that. I do, uh, I just do more, uh, and faster and better and, and everything in costume. It's, it's weird how I've evolved that way. Well, so, I, you know, you know, I know you and I have had discussions about as your organization has evolved and grown, you know, the politics is gets involved in the, the, the Sue happy and the legal sensitivity that we're, you know, the world that we're in. Oh, yeah. And I know everything has to be decided by committee. Now, maybe you should go to these committee meetings in costume. <laughs> I know. And then you just have a, like, you just have a whiteboard and as you have a thought, you write it down. Cause you know, or, or, or maybe you don't have to write it down. You could just explain it in your, with your, your physical, you know, expression. Maybe that's the yeah. way. You, maybe that's the way you keep yourself out of trouble. Hey, exactly. There you go. Hey, let me uh, just can, can before I respond to that. Can I go put my costume on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and, uh, and then I can respond. Yeah, in, in a yeah. fashion and faster. That might be the, yeah. that's the solution right there. Right. <laughs> uh, but you know what? It's been um, it's been an interesting interesting life. And anybody interested in being a professional mascot needs to, uh, you know, consider the, that you have to, um, you have to work at it. Obviously you have to have a passion for it and, um, and be able to take criticism and take, I mean, it's just, it's, it's performing. You're a performer. And, um, but there's so many great, wonderful things as far as uh, serving your community, um, serving, um, underprivileged people, um, 
handicap or 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 I don't know if you can even say handicap anymore. Uh, we all know but, what it means. You can say it. Yes. Okay. So, uh, but all the ways that you can serve people too is just it's just the best. So. Well, yeah. Just to touch on, I you know the short time I did it, the number of times I did appearances at the Children's Hospital of Denver. Yeah. To a child who's dying and you can come in there and bring some smiles to them. And it sure puts your problems in perspective. Oh, it sure does. Yeah. You'll be grounded immediately. It's just like, so, wow. you know, you're, yeah. you're crying inside the mask while trying to be funny in your movements and actions. Yeah. I'll tell you one experience I had. It's one of my, it's one of my best and it's tender to me, but I'll share it with you. So, I used to go regularly every Tuesday to the Children's Hospital. Uh, I don't go as regularly now, but when I was first starting out, um, and for gosh, many years, uh, we um, we did that. Anyways, on a regular basis, and we had a lady from the hospital that would escort us around, and, and uh, I'd go in and visit these children, and uh, and their parents and things like that. I walked into a room one time and I had been explained and sometimes I got explanations before I walked in and visited somebody, you know, what their condition was or what's going on or whatever. And so I was, I was told before I went into this room that this little girl's been in the coma for a long time. Um, and for how long, I don't know, but for a while. And uh, it was just a, you know, it was just one of those go in. It was more for the mother that was there than the child so uh, i went in and here's this mother who's just looking uh just so tired and sad that you could just read the pain on her face and so i go over on the other side of the bed from where she was sitting and she was holding her her little girl's hand and so you know what do you do you don't, you know, you can't talk. There's no response from the child. And what are you going to get from the mom? You know, nothing. You just, you're just there all of a sudden. And, and so uh, I took the back of my hand or my glove, you know, and I kind of just um, rubbed her arm a little bit and uh, just, just slightly just kind of, you know, touched her arm. And, uh, you know, and the mother was like, trying to talk to me a little bit and you know was thanking me for being there but then the mother um called the little girl by name and said uh so-and-so said my name and said you know he's here and um he's coming to visit you and wants to say hi to you and uh so um you know just wanted you to know that that he's here and, and, and he's touching your arm there and and uh, da, 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 da. and no joke, all of a sudden, that little girl just slightly opened her eyes and looked at me. You know, just, I could just barely see that her eyes were slightly open and she kind of looked over at me and she, she didn't really move her face that much. But it was crazy because I could see through my costume that she was smiling without her moving. I, it's hard to explain, but 
but without her even moving her, you know, the, her mouth or cheeks or anything, I could feel her smile. And all of a sudden her mother just started, you know, started bawling and all of a sudden there was nurses, you know, rushing in and, and all that stuff. And of course, at that point, um, you know, she was waking up and, and, and the commotion and, and people were, you know, it, it, all of a sudden things were happening. And so I kind of just backed up and faded away from, you know, what was happening there. And um, I mean, tears running down my face, my my throat. I was all choked up. Um, I, I was crying inside of there. And, you know, I just ended up I, I remember just walking backwards out of that room, uh, wanting to just stay in the moment there but um gosh just one of the most touching most uh amazing special experience experiences for me uh you know there's not a whole lot that can compare to something like that even you know being in front of you know thousands and thousands of people and and all that there's there's nothing like nothing like that well, yeah so that was like that's a spiritual connection that yeah that uh holy cow yeah don't know what happened to her after that. Don't have any, uh, you know, contact with nothing since then. But I'll always remember that. Yeah, that's powerful. Well, uh, I don't think there's. I don't think we can top it with anything else. <laughs> nope, that's it. So, so, uh, so, thank you, man. Thanks so much for your time and uh, and for your friendship over the last thirty years. It's uh, it's it's been truly a blessing for me, for sure. Well, I cherish our friendship very much and uh, appreciate you having me on, man. Sure do love you, brother. Thank you. Keep on keeping on. Okay, we'll do it and we'll we'll catch you again on another one. All right. Thanks again. All right, man. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening to the Parish to Thought Show. We would love your comments and feedback on our website at briankeithparish.com slash feedback. If you love or hate what you hear, please give us a rating on whatever platform you find us.